Hello, my dear ones. I hope this finds you well. We've been doing a lot of podcasts. Uh, I hope I talked to a few of you on the podcast here. A couple of them. Spirit of Health. The, uh, the young lady that's head of the fruit festival. She really looks good with what she's done with her diet. She really looks good. Miriam, Miriam, Miriam. Now, when did I write this? Long time ago. Take a look at this beautiful book. Is that not the prettiest book you ever seen? Look how pretty that is. We got a little forward in here, but look at all the goodies. I was looking through here, too, and these are some of the recipes I think that I would even like. You know, see if I can get to some of them. But... Um, yeah, just all kinds of recipes in here. Mm -hmm. It's like a fun book to me. Ooh. You know, keeping it raw, baby. So, uh, fun book. Uh, we're going to try to carry it to here for, uh, so we're in the process of figuring out what, uh, you know, what we're going to do. Uh, but this is a great book. You know, there's so many of you ladies and guys that have found, come up with some great recipes, you know. And you can make life interesting in the fruit and veggie kingdoms and just feel so good eating that way, you know. Once you get the kidneys operating and filtering and you get all this acid out of your body and you start getting all these, uh, these restrictions to the flow of energy, all the mucus out, all these proteins and acids out, uh, you really, you really, I mean... You got you to gotta go there to try it. If you want the ultimate rush, if you're the one that is like uh, Gillis out there, you're going to jump off a mountainside on a rope or something, try this one on. But good job, Miriam. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Oh, where am I? Holy man. Again, the fruit book's coming along really well. The lymphatic book's coming along really well. Um, matter of fact, the iridology video is done. When are we going to put it up? ASAP, I guess we'll have Marco. I guess we'll have you guys put that up. Uh, our cameraman is done editing it. And so that's exciting. Four, four and a half hours of sitting there looking at eyes. That's real exciting. <laughs> but I've got some more, like I said. I'm starting to get all kinds of strange eyes in here that... Really cool. I'll make a nice video. So I've got some more different type of video this time. Let's go dig in a little deeper. Let's just cover a couple. And then she's going to pull more of these uh, questions off the uh, Internet. She's been so busy, Megan. She hasn't had time to uh, uh, cancel. There you go. Uh, this is Krista, 30 years young. Uh-oh. Five foot tall at 30 years old. So that immediate, I keep hitting the cancel update. It keeps going, no, you don't. No, you don't. I said, yes, you do. Can we pause for a second? I got to talk to you. Go out. Bad boy. I'm such a bad boy. <laughs> well, I wondered why she asked me that. Now I know. Yeah, shut down on YouTube again. I guess three strikes and I'm out. YouTube, I have one thing for you. Pick one. You know, you you guys are killing your own selves. And it, it, the corruption level is so sickening on this planet, but I don't care. We've got our TV channels. We got, we're on Rumble. We're on everything else. Uh, so, yeah, but sad, you know, that you have these type of people. 
out there humans like this because they're low-level humans. They only think they're higher level. But, you know, that's the nature of the planet you're on. You know, there's, this is a warring planet. Take a look. Look what Hamas just did. You know, this is the 21st century, right? No, 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 I guess not. It's a planet. Look at where you're at. You have all these different levels of consciousness. Some will behead a baby and doesn't even care. Isn't that funny? Amazing. But the sad thing that these uh, humans don't understand is it's all karmetic. So all these people that did all that, they got karma coming to themselves. And it's not a karma that, you know, it could be paid pretty quick, but you never know. Sometimes it's awful sad to see things like that, but it shows you how creation has two sides to it. And you must understand, when you say God is so love and beautiful and all that, God has a second side. And everybody, oh, that's the devil over here. That's because those of you that think that do not understand how creation is put together. You know, there is the good and the evil in creation, but the good and the evil doesn't exist in pure soul, in pure consciousness, in pure God. But neither does the positive. Positive and negative are just aspects of this gigantic whatever that has no beginning and no end. Intelligence beyond it creates everything coming out of its bodies. How, how do you? It's hard to deal with. It. Spirituality. Oh wow. Okay. She's five foot tall though. Pituitary, honey. Pituitary. Hi, Dr. Morris. I have a few spiritual questions I am hoping you could answer. I've been taking a step back on the physical health and really diving deep into my spiritual health. Can't say as I blame you, dear one. Yeah, I kind of did it all together myself uh, just because I knew that, I just knew the fruit was the only, just logical. If you're, if you're a staunch meat eater and you just love dead animals and you love all that, dairy and all that cheese and stuff, I mean, you're going to be sick. You're going to pay the price for it. I mean, these are not healthy foods whatsoever. You can call yourself paleo, you can call yourself whatever you want, but the homo sapien is an islander, not a paleo. And uh, we're again, we're about to come out with a really, uh, a really good book on, uh, on the frugivore. And it, it's going to be in-depth in terms of looking at the human body. Not to say that you can't eat it if you want. You can do anything you want. You have a little this, a little that. It's what you do all the time that really gets you. Plus, you got to repair what your body is in the current state. So once you repair the body in the current state, clean it out, get the lymphatic system filtering, get, you know, get all this inflammation, acids out of you, get, it, get your body moving. And then, you know, you find yourself a balance with that. And working on your spiritual side is very energetic. <laughs> because you're shutting down the mind which uses your energy. Right? Emotions use your energy. But consciousness is energy. So if you want to be energy, you have to be conscious. Because if you're using your mind, you ever use your mind, you know, you're studying and doing, I have, just wore out from thinking. Each of your bodies have the potential to feed you or to take away from you. I've been reading books by Paul Twitchell, Dolores Cannon, and my absolute favorite book series, The Law of One. The first question is about out-of-body travel. Are there any known risks or dangers to this? I personally have never had that experience. 
I have been taken to places that, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, it makes you more humble because uh, if you ever have to go to some of these places, and I've talked about some of the astral prisons, you just, you, you, you just, your whole beingness is affected. I can't even begin to tell you. It's not like anything you see here. You go to jail, right? You get uh, three hots and a cot. But uh, you go to some of these uh, astral prisons, and they're deep, and they're deep in your beingness. And that's uh, I, I, only, and I won't say it's negative. I learned that uh, you've got the positive and negative side of the divine one in creation. And as much as you would like to be all positive and beautiful and everything else, you've got the other side nipping at your heels because it comes with the package. And I've always said, if life was 50-50, one experience good, one experience what you would call bad. We only label these. You know, man's labeled them, but they're just actions and interactions. But if you, uh, let me see. I forget where I was going with that, but why do some people try to scare you into thought that your body could become possessed or encounter something dark? Well, I think it's another sort of power and control that others want to have over you. I agree that it's nice to have an Eckmaster or someone that is a spiritual being that has a, familiar with these journeys, that know the inner worlds and can take you to the, the right places and stuff like that. But remember, out-of-body traveling is simply you shifting your attention from where you are right now to somewhere else. And it doesn't matter where. You have that ability to put yourself on any planet, on any realm, any place you want to. As long as you learn how to let go, as long as you learn the process, it's not difficult, but it is letting go. And I mean letting go to the nth degree, letting go of your blood flow, letting go of your awareness of everything, and just relaxing. It's almost like you just surrender into it, become it. And that's the secret. I've told you the little secret of how you know God is you must become God. Well, how do I become something I don't know? Well, try becoming who you are first. And that's called self-realization. And that used to be the old mark, hallmark of like spiritual teachings. First you, you arrive at self-realization and then you get God-realization. And then basically when you're traveling in terms of awakening or the appearance of traveling, that's basically what it is. Because when you hit the pure mental worlds of cosmic consciousness, you begin to really see who you really are. Even though it's a high level of the mind and there's a big trap right there, uh, it is still that first look of like, I'm one with everything. And that's how I totally live and feel. After that experience I had, uh, uh, I, I see everything as being part of the same. Remember who's the conscious being here. Your body is not the conscious being here. You are. So you want to be the conscious being. 
and you don't allow anybody to slip into your body or slip anything. It's all about your power and, and the power you have to protect yourselves. The more awareness you have, the more protection you have. And you have protection in things that you don't know. I remember one time, uh, this friend of mine was being bugged by an entity and I was sitting there eating and all I know is I saw a picture of him, the entity, and this light shot out of my tissue till right to that entity. And that's the last thing I saw, just an explosion of light and that's the last thing I saw. You have these things within yourself and you just have to touch that self. Not worry about power, not worry about anything. Just be who you are. And then all power is available. There's very little power in the mind. All the power is in pure consciousness. That is the power of creation, right? So remember, the mind is just a computer. And the more you learn to step out of it, and the more you learn to be in control from consciousness, then no one can invade your mind. Because I've said this before, and I'm just talking with a, a sweet lady, I'm talking about the mind. It's not worth playing with it. No. You can. People do. Look at, uh, oh, what was his name? It died, uh, Hawkins, uh, you know, Braino, he had ALS. We could have got that guy. But, uh, yeah, the, the, the big... Uh, uh, Life, there, there's no God in life, and uh, Stephen Hawkins, or whatever his name was. You know, if you can't see the divine within everything, you're lost. And you need to wake up. Because all you have to do is just look at the beauty of a forest. And ask yourself, how's all those beings in that forest interacting harmoniously? Of course, everything eats something else in creation. It's one thing eating another always, if you look at it. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of ways to look at creation. <laughs> but the power comes from you. And uh, I think if you know, then you don't have to worry about someone invading your body in that way, you know, that sort of thing. And your power is all around you. Uh, why do uh, uh, People are scared themselves. People are scared of what they don't know right? I go into what I don't know. I want to see what's there because I'm the power. I don't, I don't fear. I just want to see what's there. So you become the power and then you don't have the fear, you know, and then you travel where you want and you get what you want. If not, you have to use your, your, your compadres and some, maybe some help with some friends. Can you go into the proper way of how to out-of-body travel and be protected if that's even a thing you need to do? I really want to start doing this, but just want to make sure I'm doing it correctly. Well, really, uh, if you're used to reading the Eck books and stuff, I'm sure there's an Eck master around you somewhere. You can't hardly read Twitchell's books without calling those guys. And so, and you've got us here, so I'm always a traveler too. So, it is... Traveling out of your body is you being yourself and moving your attention to another body of yours. And you really don't know when you do that. It's hard to know when you shift out of the physical and move into the astral. And a lot of times you don't even know where you are when you have out-of-body travels. There's many times I didn't know where I was. You know, kneeling down because you have all these different levels. And you have 
beings and, and worlds and cities of jewels and lights. And you get things that are, this world looks like, a, well, Tuchel called it an ash can. Uh, this, this world looks like the hell that people talk about. When you have experiences in this, some of these more expanded worlds, uh, this looks more like hell. <laughs> really, uh, you're, you're into the light. You're into the, the the color and the and the and the reflection of jewels of everywhere. Uh, there's cities where their 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 gates and their and their walls are made of jewels. They're they're, they're just. Uh, you go into some of these temples to learn, and you don't read. You just walk into the light, and the light feeds you with the knowledge and the awareness. Oh yeah! Oh, it's so cool. So many things so cool. You know, but remember who you are the divine individualized. You only know that when you strip away the body, you strip away the emotions, you strip away that mind, and pretty soon there's nothing left but everything. You now are everything. It's just as man, it's hard to describe. Second question. And there's no incorrect way, really. I mean, come on, you just you just get comfortable as you can, right? Now, I like the beach. I love uh, turquoise water. I love down in the islands. That's nirvanic to me. I can, oh, I'm smelling the water now. I think I'm hearing some seagulls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, I'm right here now. Now, I'm split right now between both places. And if I let go enough here, I won't be here anymore. And that's what you gotta, that's what you gotta do. You put yourself somewhere else. Your attention is you. That is you looking. And how you experience from consciousness is you become the experience. That's, that's where you merge with the experience. And that's what locks you into these sometimes. The mind is more of an intellectual dig. That, that's like a totally computer. What you, what, you put in, what you put in the mind is what you get back out of it. Although, you know, you've got that consciousness that's lost that feeds that mind. And if, you know, you can get some radical beings looking from the other way. Some of these beings like, uh, like uh, Hamas and stuff that cut the heads off and all this stuff like this of kids and stuff. You're lost. And I mean really lost in pits of, of hell, you know. And those sort of things, you're seeking freedom the wrong way. You want freedom, you got to seek it in another way. You got to seek it spiritually because you'll never get it the way you seek it. And remember this, the seeker of God never finds God. Quit seeking. Quit looking outside of yourself for the answers of life when all of them are within you. Take the time. Spend some time by yourself. I've said this before. Find a closet. Find some place that's just you. Nobody else. No dogs. No cats. No horses. No dogs. Got a pretty, uh, my son's dog's in. He's a, uh, got pretty big, but he's a golden, a, uh, you know, those golden half poodles, half uh, golden retrievers. But he looks more like a golden retriever. See if I can get him in here and show you. Second question, in one of Dolores Cannon's books, she mentions that a way to break karma is forgiveness, forgiveness of others and the forgiveness of the self. Now, this is where I'm going to part with Dolores, all right? Because that's a great Christian thing, yada, 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 right? Uh, 
there's nothing to forgive. If you play that role, then you're playing the role of a Christian that has to forgive someone for their sins, forgive them for their actions. That's not how this works. You know, your actions are your actions. And when you learn the actions have a reaction, it's like a symptom and a cause. You know, medical doctors focus on the symptoms. We focus on the causes of the symptoms. That's why we're successful. You focus on the symptoms, you kill people. <laughs> you know, and the same thing here. You don't have to forgive nobody for nothing. Everybody does their thing. And you don't have a right to forgive somebody. That's up to them. They're on their own journey. You don't have to even forgive yourself. That means that you did wrong. You did, did nothing wrong. You just walked down this way. Then you can walk down this way. Or you can go this way. Uh, nah, that one's got too many holes. And that's what we try to do is to, the, the masters to help you, guide you. Yeah, if you walk over there, you're going to fall in that hole. And I'm not going to walk over there for you, but watch the hole. Right? And that's exactly how masters work. A true master will make you walk your karma out of this. So I, this is the sort of sweet thing you hear. I did before, but I'm a warrior. And so this sort of thing is not, uh, you know, you, you don't have to forgive anybody. That, that's, a, that's a, you know, your priests forgiving. They don't have the right to forgive. They were not given the power to forgive your karma. That has no way. Uh, 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 sorry, guys. Don't ever think that. You know, you've got to work through these things. And uh, you don't need to forgive anybody. And you break your karma. You can't break karma 100% while you're in embodied. Because every action has an equal and opposite reaction, right? Physics. That's karma. So every move you make is karmatic. Every move you make, every thought you make, every feeling you have is karmatic. It's what comes back from that. It's the type of thoughts you have, the type of feelings you have, and that's what you're here to learn. You're to learn how to manipulate energies. And so that's what you're seeing, you know. So uh, never put yourself where you have to forgive yourself. You have done nothing wrong. You're just living the expression. Each experience you have, whether you were raped, tortured, whatever, that's part of your karmetic movement. And you can't, these are, these are all affecting your bodies. Your bodies come and go like toilet paper. Right? This lifetime, next lifetime, next lifetime, next lifetime, But who's the reality going through these lifetimes? Who's the traveler? Remember? That's how they got me. I was traveling. I thought that was the ultimate. Until, hey, who's the traveler? Uh, oh, well, me. Well, who's me? Oh, uh, my mind. Uh, my, uh, Robert. No, no, that's just a name for a little human body. Uh, so how do you find the reality of who you are? And that means you have to set aside, like Buddha said, detachment. You have to set aside your emotions for a minute, your thoughts for a minute, and delve into you, consciousness. And that's it, nothing to forgive. You have to forgive others for nothing. That puts you in an ego position. Uh, uh, uh. I don't have the right to forgive anybody here working for me or for anything. Why, why would I judge them in the first place? See, when you learn that you're judging people, think just stop doing it. Just stop doing it, let the karma move, and be done with it. All right? Don't spend time 
creating more karma by setting up a whole scenario that, oh, I'm going to forgive everybody, I'm going to set myself. That's a process that you don't need. It's kind of like the, uh, <coughs> excuse me, the Kundalini's. Yeah, you can play that grape, or you can go right out the crown chakra and off you go. You can play the game, oh, I'm going to get my bodies back in shape and stuff. Really? Have fun doing it. You know, and then you're lost for how many other lifetimes? And then another lifetime comes and you forgot what you're working on this last lifetime and then pretty soon, yeah. No, the present moment is what you have. And the present moment is yours. And it's all yours. And you just have to be it. And that is being present. That is working with observation as opposed to thought. And all your answers are there anyway. You can use the mind, you can use thought, but you have to learn to keep that mind like it's sitting out there. My mind's sitting right out there along with my emotions. If I need it, I'll use it. Other than that, stay right there. Uh, what's your take on karma and how do we shed as much off as possible and not create any more of it? I really don't want to come back here. Ha ha. And I don't blame you. And that's the whole thing about the Eckmasters and the whole thing about what we teach. How you burn off your karma. Well, to get to the day-to-day -day karma, you just have to let the masters and, and start working in the now and let all this work out in the astral worlds and the mental worlds. That's where you want to work out most of your karmatic worlds. And they will. It will. It'll help you. You'll see your all your lifetimes. All these things can come to you. But you can't walk without creating karma. For every action, there's an opposite and equal reaction. Right? So for me, it's just like giving. I just give. I just give. That's all I know. I don't want anything. I'm not a money guy. Look at all. I, I give, I give, give. I've, I've given new cars to people that work for me. I've done all kinds of things. People that are hurting, I'm going to help them. I don't need anything as long as I got some clothes on. <laughs> All right. Second question. In one of Dolores Cannon's books, she mentioned that a way to break karma is for... Oh, no, I already read that. Sorry. Third question. Relating back to the book, uh, body a bit, our genetics, I think, you've mentioned before, are karmatic-related, driven. Is it possible for one to do this program and still not see results because they need to go through what this karmatic body is trying to teach them physically and emotionally? <sighs> you know what? I'm going to say, yeah, probably. You know what? I'm going to say yeah on that. I'm going to say I think you're right on, sweetheart. I think, you know, you get some people, I, I, I go back to this chiropractor's wife, who I had her up walking. Advanced, Lou Gehrig's. I think it was Lou Gehrig's. It was a MS. She went to visit her dad. Remember I told you this story? She went to visit her dad over in Czech or somewhere like that. And those two definitely were not beings that were meant to be together. And so she came back, couldn't walk anymore. And even the chiropractor had a hard time with his own woman. And that emotions, that astral is more powerful than the physical. And the mind is more powerful than the, than the emotions. When you start looking toward the Godhead, if you can look at it in that way, uh, each level is more powerful and larger than the next. The astral worlds are far more vast than the physical realms. And the mental realms, uh, according to Twitchell and some of these, I haven't seen some of these, huge buildings and things in the mental worlds that are like 
way out there. Uh, they're just, I mean, you can imagine, if you can think it, it exists. It's just crazy. But you're part of the divine, and the divine is unlimited. So just remember, live in the moment. Don't have a motive. Help people. Be humble. These are sort of the things you learn to keep yourself safe that way. <laughs> but um, don't worry too much. I think you're worrying about karma too much. So set that to the side. Know that you're working in the now, right? Gain your power because you are going to be tested. And if you get mad, just turn it into power and know that that power is within you, right? And not directed at anybody or anything. It doesn't matter. Everybody's just doing their thing at this level. And some of the people doing their thing at this level is not really good. Destroying other lives, doing things. I mean, it's, it's a mess. It's a karmatic mess. But then it's the way it should be. It's training itself. It's sending itself through all this. This is God doing it to itself. Plain and simple. All these worlds are not outside of God, guys. All of you and us and all are within the body of the divine. Uh, you know, in, in a way, you're, you know, you're talking about getting rid of karma. Detoxing is getting rid of karma. Eating a piece of meat is karmatic. Remember, everything you do is karmatic. So you have cause and effect with karma, right? So look at the chemistry of something. You know, wrong chemistry, you're going to have a kick. You know, that's karma. You know, everything you do, keep in mind, is what they call karma. And so, to the very nature of what you eat, you're going to pay the price of every action that you put out, whether it's in this lifetime or the next. For those spiritual people that get it, they want to burn this off in this lifetime. They don't want to recycle. Don't blame them. Hellhole. I mean, for when you get to some of these other worlds, it's like, you know what? I've been here, done it. Let's get out of here. <laughs> How fast? Or does the chemical component of this realm or planet exceed that? No. Funny. Chemistry has to follow the same rules, guys. Everything follows the same rules. Everything. The laws of life are there. And that's what nature paths were always, spiritual nature paths, always like to give you the kind of the laws of nature because, <coughs> excuse me, and you see that in chemistry and physics. But there's spiritual laws too. There's spiritual laws. And if you break them, you know, it's just cause and effect. But the nice thing about it in any given moment, you can wake up. At any given moment, you can stop thinking, pull back, and just watch. Don't let the mind engage. Just watch. Watch the action and interaction of things. The interaction of humans. The interaction of animals. The interaction of plants. Pretty soon, you'll get sensitive to plants. And then you'll be talking to your friggin' plants like I do. <laughs> or you'll be hugging them. <laughs> I had to pull one out of the ground. Great big... Uh, uh, this is a, um, a, um, oh, come on. Uh, uh, anyway, it's a beautiful flowering plant. Oh, come on. But it's, uh, it was huge, and I had to pull some of it out. You know, I hated to, but I, I moved it over and moved it to another place, and I'm loving on it. Everybody says, it's dying, it's dying. Not anymore, it ain't. Yeah. It's one of those that has the big uh, orange uh, uh, flowers on them. Uh, 
Not a lily, but it's, uh, I don't know. Too much going on today. Love you too, sweetheart. Thank you, honey. You know what? I've said this before. Be strong. But for what's coming on this planet, you all have to be strong. I've been talking to you for years about this, and now you're seeing it. So just be strong. And I don't care if there's an alien in front of you, right? Another being that looks a little different. Be strong. Don't lose yourself. And don't let your mind be open to anybody's use. See, people can't use consciousness, but they can use your mind and your emotions. And do. People play with your emotions all the time. Get you to be sad, get you to be happy, get you to be whatever. So again, who's in control? Who's driving your car in this world of dualities? Have fun. Don't fear nothing. Why do you fear anything? See, that's the doorway. Fear is always the doorway. Medical doctors use it. Lawyers use it. Come, come, come. I want to, hey. Come on. Come on, Bartow. Come on, honey. Jump up here. I want to show you. Hey. Come, can you, can you, come on. Look at this fella right here. Ah, you're a good boy. Good boy. Got a little line cut. <laughs> <laughs> a little line cut. Yeah, a little line cut. <laughs> good boy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got time for ooh it's getting late uh -oh. well you know I better if they're going to get this out today this is Friday uh, I better go <laughs> love you guys be strong but have fun and the Eckmasters are always around Fubi Quants you get that guy working with you I can't tell you I have such deep respect for that individual. Unbelievable. But you've got uh, Pedar Zask, which is Paul Twitchell. Pedar Zask. Uh, you've got uh, Rebazar Tarts. You've got a lot of masters there uh, of all levels. And uh, use them and have fun. You know? Don't take anything too seriously because it's creation. And uh, the more you take too serious, the more it wrings your neck, you know? So you just relax, eat raw. Learn how to quit thinking so much and desiring so much. What do you need anyway? You got yourself, you got everything you need. If you need to sleep somewhere, you need a little something, plenty of people is gonna help. Hopefully, we're gonna turn man around from killing each other to loving and helping each other. I don't think that's possible on this planet, but you never know. <laughs> Love you guys. Thank you.